Section four of Treatise on Light by Christian Huygens, translated by Sylvanus P. Thompson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Avai in November two thousand and twelve. Chapter three, part one, on refraction. In the same way as the effects of reflection have been explained by waves of light reflected at the surface of polished bodies, we will explain transparency and the phenomena of refraction by waves which spread within and across diaphanous bodies, both solids, such as glass, and liquids, such as water, oils, etc. But in order that it may not seem strange to suppose this passage of waves in the interior of these bodies, I will first show that one may conceive it possible in more than one mode. First, then, if the ethereal matter cannot penetrate transparent bodies at all, their own particles would be able to communicate successively the movement of the waves, the same as do those of the ether supposing that, like those, they are of a nature to act as a spring. And this is easy to conceive as regards water and other transparent liquids, they being composed of detached particles. But it may seem more difficult as regards glass and other transparent and hard bodies, because their solidity does not seem to permit them to receive movement except in their whole mass at the same time. This, however, is not necessary, because this solidity is not such as it appears to us, it being probable rather that these bodies are composed of particles merely placed close to one another, and held together by some pressure from without of some other matter, and by the irregularity of their shapes. For primarily their rarity is shown by the facility with which there passes through them the matter of the vortices of the magnet, and that which causes gravity. Further, one cannot say that these bodies are of a texture similar to that of a sponge or of light bread, because the heat of the fire makes them flow and thereby changes the situation of the particles amongst themselves. It remains then that they are, as has been said, assemblages of particles which touch one another without constituting a continuous solid. This being so, the movement which these particles receive to carry on the waves of light, being merely communicated from some of them to others, without their going for that purpose out of their places or without derangement, it may very well produce its effect without prejudicing in any way the apparent solidity of the compound. By pressure from without, of which I have spoken, must not be understood that of the air, which would not be sufficient, but that of some other more subtle matter, a pressure which I chanced upon by experiment long ago, namely in the case of water freed from air, which remains suspended in a tube open at its lower end, notwithstanding that the air has been removed from the vessel in which this tube is enclosed. One can then in this way conceive of transparency in a solid without any necessity that the ethereal matter which serves for light should pass through it, or that it should find pores in which to insinuate itself. But the truth is that this matter not only passes through solids, but does so even with great facility, of which the experiment of Torricelli, above cited, is already a proof. 
because on the quicksilver and the water quitting the upper part of the glass tube it appears that it is immediately filled with ethereal matter since light passes across it but here is another argument which proves this ready penetrability not only in transparent bodies but also in all others when light passes across a hollow sphere of glass closed on all sides it is certain that it is full of ethereal matter as much as the spaces outside the sphere and this ethereal matter as has been shown above consists of particles which just touch one another if then it were enclosed in the sphere in such a way that it could not get out through the pores of the glass it would be obliged to follow the movement of the sphere when one changes its place and it would require consequently almost the same force to impress a certain velocity on this sphere when placed on a horizontal plane as if it were full of water or perhaps of quicksilver because everybody resists the velocity of the motion which one would give to it in proportion to the quantity of matter which it contains and which is obliged to follow this motion but on the contrary one finds that the sphere resists the impress of movement only in proportion to the quantity of matter of the glass of which it is made then it must be that the ethereal matter which is inside is not shut up but flows through it with very great freedom we shall demonstrate hereafter that by this process the same penetrability may be inferred also as relating to opaque bodies the second mode then of explaining transparency and one which appears more probably true is by saying that the waves of light are carried on in the ethereal matter which continuously occupies the interstices or pores of transparent bodies for since it passes through them continuously and freely it follows that they are always full of it and one may even show that these interstices occupy much more space than the coherent particles which constitute the bodies for if what we have just said is true that force is required to impress a certain horizontal velocity on bodies in proportion as they contain coherent matter and if the proportion of this force follows the law of weights as is confirmed by experiment then the quantity of the constituent matter of bodies also follows the proportion of their weights now we see that water weighs only one fourteenth part as much as an equal portion of quicksilver therefore the matter of the water does not occupy the fourteenth part of the space which its mass obtains it must even occupy much less of it since quicksilver is less heavy than gold and the matter of gold is by no means dense as follows from the fact that the matter of the vortices of the magnet and of that which is the cause of gravity pass very freely through it but it may be objected here that if water is a body of so great rarity and if its particles occupy so small a portion of the space of its apparent bulk it is very strange how it yet resists compression so strongly without permitting itself to be condensed by any force which one has hitherto essayed to employ preserving even its entire liquidity while subjected to this pressure this is no small difficulty 
it may however be resolved by saying that the very violent and rapid motion of the subtle matter which renders water liquid by agitating the particles of which it is composed maintains this liquidity in spite of the pressure which hitherto any one has been minded to apply to it the rarity of transparent bodies being then such as we have said one easily conceives that the waves might be carried on in the ethereal matter which fills the interstices of the particles and moreover one may believe that the progression of these waves ought to be a little slower in the interior of bodies by reason of the small detours which the same particles cause in which different velocity of light i shall show the cause of refraction to consist before doing so i will indicate the third and last mode in which transparency may be conceived which is by supposing that the movement of the waves of light is transmitted indifferently both in the particles of the ethereal matter which occupy the interstices of bodies and in the particles which compose them so that the movement passes from one to the other and it will be seen hereafter that this hypothesis serves excellently to explain the double refraction of certain transparent bodies should it be objected that if the particles of the ether are smaller than those of transparent bodies since they pass through their intervals it would follow that they can communicate to them but little of their movement it may be replied that the particles of these bodies are in turn composed of still smaller particles and so it will be these secondary particles which will receive the movement from those of the ether furthermore if the particles of transparent bodies have a recoil a little less prompt than that of the ethereal particles which nothing hinders us from supposing it will again follow that the progression of the waves of light will be slower in the interior of such bodies than it is outside in the ethereal matter all this i have found as most probable for the mode in which the waves of light pass across transparent bodies to which it must further be added in what respect these bodies differ from those which are opaque and the more so since it might seem because of the easy penetration of bodies by the ethereal matter of which mention has been made that there would not be any body that was not transparent for by the same reasoning about the hollow sphere which i have employed to prove the smallness of the density of glass and its easy penetrability by the ethereal matter one might also prove that the same penetrability obtains for metal and for every other sort of body for this sphere being for example of silver it is certain that it contains some of the ethereal matter which serves for light since this was there as well as in the air when the opening of the sphere was closed yet being closed and placed upon a horizontal plane it resists the movement which one wishes to give to it merely according to the quantity of silver of which it is made so that one must conclude as above that the ethereal matter which is enclosed does not follow the movement of the sphere and that therefore silver as well as glass is very easily penetrated by this matter some of it is therefore present continuously and in quantities between the particles of silver and of all other opaque bodies and since it serves for the propagation of light it would seem that these bodies ought also to be transparent which however is not the case 
whence then one will say does their opacity come is it because the particles which compose them are soft that is to say these particles being composed of others that are smaller are they capable of changing their figure on receiving the pressure of the ethereal particles the motion of which they thereby damp and so hinder the continuance of the waves of light that cannot be for if the particles of the metals are soft how is it that polished silver and mercury reflect light so strongly what i find to be most probable herein is to say that metallic bodies which are almost the only really opaque ones have mixed among their hard particles some soft ones so that some serve to cause reflection and the others to hinder transparency while on the other hand transparent bodies contain only hard particles which have the faculty of recoil and serve together with those of the ethereal matter for the propagation of the waves of light as has been said end of section four